0: The 2x e commerce podcast is brought to you by Bright Pearl, the number one retail operating system for e commerce, multi channel retail brands, and wholesalers who want to grow fearlessly.
1: You can have a very successful account, hundreds of thousands to millions of followers, life changing sales and revenue without doing a single trend leverage uh, an influencer that's going to be similar to or that creates content that's in alignment with your brand so on today's
0: episode we're going to be talking about organic tiktok growth and the age of short-form video content it's a great episode you do not want to miss so do stay tuned Does your fast-growing online retail business stand out from the pack? Have you taken huge growth leaps in the last year? If so, step up and be in the running for Bright Pearl's Lightning 50, the definitive list of the fastest-growing online businesses in the UK and US. Head over to brightpearl.com. Hello 2Xers. Welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. I'm your host, Kunate Campbell, and the 2X e-commerce podcast is dedicated to digital commerce insights for retail and e-commerce teams. Each week on this podcast, we interview either a commerce expert, a founder of a digital native consumer brand, or representative from a best-in-class commerce SaaS product. They have a tight remit to give you ideas that you can test right away in your brand so you can improve commerce growth metrics such as conversions, average order value, repeat customers, your audience size, and ultimately your gross merchant value or sales. We are here to help you sell more sustainably. Right, speaking of which, um, the episode you're about to listen to is an interview I had with Austin Armstrong, who is the CEO of Socialty Pro. They're a digital marketing agency that specialize in TikTok marketing and search engine optimization. He's posted over 1,500 TikTok, um, TikToks with 325,000 followers at the time of recording this and millions of, um, of, 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 of views. He he averages about 2 million views per month and is a TikTok creator Himself, he offers advice on how to approach TikTok as a digital native brand or a direct-to-consumer e-commerce brand. Um, he we really go through the fundamentals of you know content creation on TikTok. Um, whether or not to, you know, use a creator or to get somebody in-house, um, the cadence of posting, what makes a good TikTok page, what makes a good TikTok, and how to repurpose this TikTok, you know, content you're creating on, you know, um, on platforms such as YouTube Shorts and Instagram Rails. He has case studies. We we go through a ton of case studies. We talked about um um, you know murmuridge murmuridge Drawer, um the patch brand several other brands which he he um he is, is privy to to either you know speak into on his podcast or um or or having worked with them um he also talks about how to leverage tiktok for you know, lead generation, or for building out your email list, so you could retarget at some point, or you know, or um, you know, put into your um your your, your lifecycle marketing campaigns, um, and the sort of call to actions you should be, the call to actions and cues you should be placing in your TikToks to to really you know drive um, conversions within the platform to other platforms and your e-commerce stores in general. So, if you are looking to build out your TikTok strategy, um, this is an episode to to listen to for sure. For those who haven't already, we would deeply appreciate if you you know leave us a, a review on 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 iTunes or, or the Apple you know podcast platform. And um yeah, if you enjoy this this particular show. Anyway, I'll let you um you know listen to this interview I, I had with, with, with Austin Armstrong. I think it's it's really, really powerful. Um some of the things he shared, um, some trends on TikTok like ASMR um and many other trends on on TikTok which you could take away. I particularly like the case studies of brands he shared with us. Um so I'll leave you to to enjoy this episode and I shall catch you on the other side. Ta. The 2X e-commerce podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for email and SMS messaging. Whether you're launching your e-commerce business or taking your brand to the next level, Klaviyo gives you the tools to get going faster. That is why it's trusted by over 50,000 e-commerce brands like Brooklinen, Nunn, and Chubby's build your contact list, send emails that pop and create marketing moments that build valuable customer relationships over any distance. Get started for free today. Visit clavio.com forward slash 2x to create your free account. That is K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com forward slash 2x. Hello, Austin. Welcome to the 2X E-Commerce podcast. Um, it is an absolute pleasure having you on the show, so, so a warm welcome. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. So you're at Social Tee Pro, you know, you're on Social Tee Pro, um, but I want to, and as I always love to do, to, to, to get a bit of a background. Um, so what are the run-up, you know, sets of events that led you to to, to founding and starting Social Tee Pro?
1: Sure. Um, So I've been doing digital marketing for about 17 years, uh, which is kind of crazy to think about at this point. I actually started uh, on MySpace when I was uh, 14 years old, Hmm. and uh, I got caught by that bug and sort of never stopped. So fast forward a a little while, um, that led me to uh, working at a video marketing agency. As an intern, um, I went from unpaid intern to uh, paid intern to part time to full time. Uh, and uh, my um, uh, uh, boss at the time, who's now my business partner, which is pretty uh, interesting. Cool. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that led to me working at uh, other facilities, um, uh, di- uh, drug and alcohol treatment centers, managing their. Um, social media, an entire online presence. Uh, that was kind of our the angle of our agency. It was in the behavioral health space, really heavily focused on uh, video marketing and a bit of SEO. And I had started um, uh, my company, Socialty Pro, uh, May of 2019. So uh, in two months, it'll be three-year anniversary. It was very much a side hustle uh, for, for the first year and a half of that. And mm-hmm. now, uh, about a year and a half ago at this point, I was let go from the treatment center, uh, that I was working with due to COVID. And I was faced with that entrepreneurial decision of, uh, do I try and find another job in, in the middle of a pandemic here where businesses are closing down and nobody knows what's going on? Or do I take this opportunity, bet on myself and go all in on my agency? Mm-hmm. And I did, yeah. And it was the best decision I ever could have made. And even more specifically, I went all in on TikTok. uh, And it was just a combination of those two things that uh, led me to being on this podcast with you here today.
0: Incredible. Incredible. Let's, there's a lot of of digging through, you know, in that. Um, So when you, so was the marketing strategy for your agency predominantly via TikTok?
1: Yes, and it still is. Uh, we get probably 90% of our business through directly from TikTok.
0: Okay. And how long have you been on TikTok? Uh, roughly two and a half years. And from the looks of things, you have 325,000 followers right now. Yes. 3, Three million likes. And on average, um, none of your videos get anything less than a 1,000 um, plays.
1: In fact, yeah, I they do pretty well. Out. That's those are those are pretty low. They go up up into the million sometimes. It's a it's a wide range of views. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. So you have a lot of um how does TikTok work? Um and I know this is like a very general question, but there there will be some operators that have still not touched TikTok. Um so from your success if you were to whittle it down to the basics, how would you sort of, you know, start to acquire acquire a community and an audience on TikTok if you were to do it as a direct-to-consumer e-commerce brand?
1: Absolutely. So the first thing to know is that uh, TikTok is entirely a video focused platform. So aside from like uh, Instagram, which I'm sure everybody's familiar with, there's a lot of different uh, outlets to create content on there. Now you have images, you have video, um, you have stories, you have, uh, you can even write guides, uh, text-based guides on, on Instagram. Uh, TikTok is a short-form vertical video-focused platform, even though they're starting to roll out uh, longer and longer video lengths. At its core, it's short-form vertical video viewed vertically on on your phone. Uh, It is the fastest-growing social media platform of all time. Fastest to 1 billion users. Uh, Last year, it was the number one most visited website in the world, surpassing even Google, which is a a pretty mind-blowing stat. Mm. Why it's different is it's engineered to be addictive, (laughs) first of all. It's just dopamine hit after dopamine hit of endless videos, and it really learns quickly quickly what you like, what you're engaging with, and what you're watching for even seconds longer than other videos. It tracks all of this data. So it very quickly knows what you're interested in, as well as who's interested in your content. So it's when you're first getting started as an e-com brand, it's very important to have a strategy in place of what types of videos that you want to put out there and having a clear understanding of who you're trying to reach. So your buyer, uh, demographic, your target audience, having that clearly outlined and defined is going to make your content decisions way more effective so that you can hit the ground running.
0: Super, super interesting. Super interesting. So, um, what was what? What is your story? So, so two years back, um, obviously the opportunity in TikTok, TikTok is certainly not as mature as it is now. Um, but if you were to do this again, um, just starting now in 2022, how would you do TikTok? How would you approach TikTok?
1: So, what we do with all of our clients is we clearly outline who we're trying to reach, their emotional pain points all of the products or services that you offer as a business. And we begin to categorize different content. So one category could be the pain point that your product solves. Uh, One category could be the behind the scenes or the story of the brand. One category could be the benefits and features of the product Uh, Just to name a couple examples. And within each of those categories, you want to break it down into at least 10 uh, to start 10 different ideas of videos that you could make. You could even outline like trends that are going on, on TikTok. You can do a bit of competitor research in your industry and see some of the top performing videos from a competitor and model those. And maybe that's a different category as well. Mm. And then what we do and what I recommend to do is go through each of these categories, all of the videos in every category to give you a systematic approach. You do this every single day you 're going to notice pretty quickly okay the um, uh, the emotional desire behind the product those videos perform way better than just talking about the features of the product or the behind the scenes or the story of the brand, those videos perform way better than the other categories of content. Mm. And that's going to give you a clear understanding of what works as well as what does not work so that you can double down on what you see working to expedite your growth even faster. Mm-hmm. And
0: um, with, the, with the storytelling, um, I've seen this a lot whereby, um, you know, you start out a brand on TikTok and, um, you tell, you tell the story. So it's a combination. So it's a voiceover type story with a bit of B-roll, um, with a bit of insights into what you, you know, what you do on an everyday basis. I've even seen, you know, that format sort of repurposed to, um, a TikTok ad and, um, do they work? Um, and, how do you transcend, you know, beyond that? Because, you know, not every brand is just starting out. Um, it, it is really a, you know, a, a hero versus, um, you know, um, or David versus Goliath type story they they, they, te- they tend to, you know, put in. Um, how do you, what are the best ways brands can tell their stories um, and, and remain very relevant to the TikTok um, community audience?
1: Yeah, I think, um, just telling the origin story, you know, where you were up until where you are, um, people are, it, it doesn't need to be as polished as a platform like Instagram. Uh, I think part of the rawness, um, of TikTok is, is why it's so appealing to so many people because you can just get on there. You don't need to, um, you know, put on makeup. You don't need to stage the scene. You don't need to do all of this stuff. You can get real raw, um, and, uh, and do a fantastic job. So I'd recommend just starting to film like, um, you know, your process, no matter where you're at in, in your business, if you're just in the founding stage, uh, if you're in the experimental, um, R and D stage, or if you're an established business that's been around forever, just start documenting everything, and you can start to craft that into a story. Uh, You can tell stories about problems that you're overcoming as your uh, products are, um, uh, as you roll out new iterations of of a product. For instance, maybe you know um, if you're trying to get. Funding, you can tell that story of what that was like. Tell the stories of your failures. Uh, tell the story of like this was prototype number one. We sent it to market, uh, and we got this horrible feedback from people that we needed to correct. So we've made this new adjustment to it. It's a better product. Uh, here's where we're at today. We're and you know work in that you're incorporating real feedback from people so that they feel like they're along the journey for the process as well
0: makes makes, makes a lot of sense um from from from, from your perspective um, what about overarching trends on on TikTok um, you know you, you have ha- you know trending hashtags you have trending sounds um, and um, you, you I think you even have trending um, you know filters or you know um, mm-hmm. So, is should should brands sort of utilize you know the you know these trends you know um, trend? Should, what, what's your, your take on, on trends?
1: Yeah, so trends can help uh, expedite growth. Uh, I I want to be clear that they're not necessary in order to growth. You can have a very successful account, hundreds of thousands to millions of mm-hmm. followers life-changing sales and revenue without doing a single trend. So don't think that you have to do a trend uh, in order to be successful. With that said, um, they're, they're fun. It's a fun way to lean into the platform a little bit. See how you can um, adopt that trend uh, to your particular product or, or industry uh, there's always going to be a, a new trend uh, that's pertaining to um, a song or uh, a filter, like you were saying, uh, or even tent poles as well. Like in products, there's always like Black Friday deal, right? Like get early, um, get in early on that, like Black Friday uh, 2022. Um, you know, if you start creating content like a little bit earlier, you um, you're going to be the the first one to show up for that when when that when the trend is coming. You never want to be too late to a trend. You want to sort of catch it at the beginning, if possible, so that when the wave comes, you're already there. And you're going to find a lot of these trends just by spending more time on the the app. To be honest, there's accounts that are dedicated to like trend alerts uh, and and whatnot. If that's really part of your your strategy and game plan. Uh, but just by spending some time in the app, which I really do recommend scrolling through the for you page, you're going to notice trends. You're going to notice multiple videos that are doing something similar. And then you can look at that feature. You can look at that sound. You can look at the hashtags and see how many people have, have adopted it, uh, and jump in.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Um, have you heard of the cosmetic brand called Two Face? Is it Two Face? No, I haven't. Okay. Um, they did something very clever, I think it was last year, where they um, created a, a dance a sequence, mm-hmm. a technique, and just a dance. Te- and then they, they, they also got a, an artist to create a sound, a loop with, um, with vocals. And um, I think it was like Two-Faced. So the, the person was able to get the lyrics. It was hip-hop based. And then they they, they got a, a couple of their advocates or their creators to get into the trend with their mm-hmm. hashtag. So they had a hashtag, a dance, and a soundtrack. Um, so they mm-hmm. they bundled all that together. And it was phenomenal. It really, really trended because creators had something a lot to work with it was just not a hashtag so they, they were able to accelerate um, just the awareness of their brand through this hashtag I think they also paid to amplify it but but sure. the, the dance technique the you know the sequence was amazing everybody just had their own versions of it and it just almost became culture defining at that moment in time um, and I found that really really interesting obviously they at the I would say upper end of, um, you know, the direct to consumer spectrum in the sense that, um, you know, they, they, they have sufficient funding. Would you, have you come across anything similar where brands are creating um, essentially trends themselves beyond hashtags or, um, you know, jumping on, on existing trends?
1: Yeah. I, first of all, I think that's a, a brilliant uh, case study example that uh, anybody can take advantage of. You could come up and develop that strategy. And uh, if you're able to rally influencers as well as paid, uh, you can sort of throw fuel on the fire there um, and expedite that. Because if you just do it and hope for the best, it's likely not going to be picked up by the masses, uh, one example that came to mind is uh, I just um, so I have a TikTok podcast by mm-hmm. the way, and a, this was a recent guest that that just came on uh, a, a company called Mermaid Straw, and they have uh, sustainable uh, packaging products. Uh, they started with a, a metal straw, and they have uh, uh, reusable bottles uh, for you know your soft drinks, whatever, and uh, they've really leaned into. A trend called ASMR, uh, which is uh, sort of the the sounds and relaxation style of mm-hmm. things. It's it's like a trend within a trend, mm-hmm. and it's not inherently related to their product at all. But they like most of their videos. They start every single video off by sliding um, this packing cube uh, onto the table, and then they you know record the sounds of uh, picking the straws out of, uh, their, uh, containers and packaging this thing and all of the sounds that come, that come with it. And it's very colorful as well. They use pinks and, and turquoise, um, and, uh, and purples and all kinds of really beautiful colors, uh, in there. And so they've really leaned into this ASMR, uh, trend, um, and that's something that their brand has been has become associated with.
0: Mm-hmm. That that's very interesting. It's it's a massive sub trend on YouTube that has yes. you know made its way through through TikTok and it's it's banging really when when you think about it. Um very mm-hmm. very very interesting. Do you have any other uh, we'll link to your um to your podcast um definitely link to your partner. I would love to check it out. Um, do you promote your podcast on TikTok yourself, or um, do you let it just sit in the in the podcast um, ecosystem?
1: Yeah, we absolutely do. So it's a brand new podcast. Um, thanks for linking to it. It's called Business Talk, okay. uh, Business T O K, uh, and we do a video podcast of it. And what we do is we actually clip out uh, meaningful segments from the conversation mm-hmm. and turn those into short uh, TikTok videos across social media. That we super repurpose. super
0: interesting. Um, So from from the podcast, do you have any other sort of clever case studies from, you know, e-commerce brands um, finding success in in TikTok, particularly in the organic um, sphere of um, the platform?
1: Yeah, another great one is a a, a company called Patch Brands, which are uh, like multivitamins and things for energy and whatnot, that it's a patch and it absorbs through the skin. So it's sort of an industry disruptor. It's kind of, you know, it's like taking on the multivitamin and the supplement space, uh, but something similar that people understand like, um, uh, like nicotine patches if you're trying mm-hmm. to quit uh, smoking cigarettes or, or, or whatnot. They have done a fantastic job uh, jumping on trends, uh, telling relatable stories, and leveraging influencers and, and UGC mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. So one of the interesting things that they did is they actually, they used, I forget which platform that they used, but they um, hired influencers initially to create some content for them. And they ended up uh, hiring one on retainer uh, to be a dedicated content creator for their brand Um, because they, you know, the, the owner does create some content uh, himself Uh, But they wanted to um, leverage uh, an existing content creator on a regular basis that has that face value a little bit, but already knows how to hit the ground running with videos that are going to resonate on on TikTok. The the energy, how it's structured, the editing, um, everything in there. So that was, I thought, a fascinating uh, example. Absolutely,
0: absolutely, and you know, holding someone accountable, you know, that knows the craft is. So important, such an important step to systematizing it because, you know, the founder could be working out, sorting out finance, or, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, doing other things in the business and just forgets about it and it just dies, you know, on there with no responsibility. So I like that. Uh, I also noticed because I'm on their TikTok page now, their packaging is really nice and um, it's appealing. It's very millennial focused. Um, there are lots of um, you know yeah. product demo. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's a new way of doing things, you know. I actually got some. I'm <laughs> <laughs> interested. Let's take this quick break to hear from our sponsors. The subscription market is predicted to grow to nearly 500 billion by 2025. As a fast growing area in commerce, subscriptions hold tremendous opportunities to build a community of customers who share your values. Recharge is the leading subscription management solution, helping e-commerce merchants of all sizes launch and scale subscription offerings. Recharge powers the growth of over 15,000 subscription merchants and their communities, turning one-time transactions into long-term customer relationships. Whether you're a direct-to-consumer business or an omni-channel brand, subscriptions strengthen the brand relationships with your customers and make it easy for customers to make repeat purchases. With subscriptions, merchants are able to experience predictable revenue, increased customer loyalty, and higher average order values. Turn transactions into relationships and experience seamless subscription commerce with Recharge. Get started today with a subscription payment solution trusted by over 50 million subscribers worldwide by heading over to rechargepayments.com forward slash 2x. That is rechargepayments.com forward slash 2x. gorgeous.com that's g-o-r-g-i-a-s.com and mention 2x e-commerce podcast for two months free that is gorgeous.com for two months free just mention 2x e-commerce um which brings (laughs) me to my next question um how important is is product packaging and how important is the redefined utility of a product or um the redefined defined um, just approach to a product, a novel, you know, the novelty effect, um, and, and then packaging. Um, how important is that um, for success on, on TikTok?
1: Well, it, it's essential. Uh, I would say not just uh, for TikTok, but if you're ever doing shelf space or anything like that, right? It has to stand out. It has to pop. It has to um, be eye-catching so that they can, you know, know that when they see that packaging um, it's clearly this particular brand it's you're using colors. It's very descriptive. Like when I look at, at this, you know, this one, I clearly see, you know, the benefit of it, what it does, what's in it and uh, and, and everything. It, It looks like a trusted brand. You know, it's, it's really important. And the, the more unique and interesting that a product is and, and looks, the more adopted I think it's going to be as well. So if, you're, I, if your goal is to get your product to, to be mass adopted and, and go viral on a platform like TikTok, you want it to be something that people really want to have and show off, not just not just use for themselves, but ultimately show off and be a brand ambassador for. Mm. You know, going back to, to Mermaid Straw, for instance, their products are super colorful, like the mermaid colors, uh, you know, turquoise, pinks and purples and blues, et cetera. People are happy to show those products off because they're, they're colorful and they're attention-grabbing.
0: Interesting, interesting. And um, what, so w- what I found very interesting from what you said earlier was the fact that, you know, majority of your consultancy um, leads and business actually comes from TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, what age demographic and maybe even sex demographic are, are your customers? Um, are they millennials? Are they, you know, Gen Xers, you know, running brands or um, are they probably even, um, you know, older um, folks? Are they Gen Zs? You know, um, what, what what is the demographic? Because um, we've always thought that decision makers hang out on LinkedIn or maybe even TikTok or Twitter. you know, you finding this unique way of, you know, getting clients from TikTok is very interesting to me. Um, Do you mind shedding a bit more light on the demographic of your customers?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So because of the content that I create, it does gear older. So I get a lot of millennials uh, and people even in the, what comes after uh, millennials though? Gen Z, yeah. Uh, or not? no, not Gen Z. Gen Z is younger, right? Uh, what's the older? Yes, sure. um, Gen X. Gen X. Okay. So uh, primarily millennials and, and Gen X are my clientele because I'm talking about uh, how to grow your existing business online, how to get more website traffic from SEO and showing exact case studies uh, of our clients and whatnot. It's just not interesting to a Gen Z kid. Uh, so it, it does attract uh, older demographics of people. And I think there's something really interesting here of where that misconception comes from is that there's, it, there's over a billion users on TikTok worldwide now. In the United States, there's well over 100 million uh, active users. And that's just people logging into the app. So I think where this misconception comes from is uh, what content you're seeing, So you're seeing a lot of younger people creating content. And when you first open the app, the the algorithm doesn't know what you like. You have to sort of train it a little bit. So over time, it'll serve you more of the content that you're interested in. Initially, it'll just show you the most viral content because it's trying to figure out what you like, which does gear towards younger kids and, and whatnot. This is an opportunity for most brands because what it's showing is that there's a lot of people lurking. There's a lot of people watching, but they're not actively creating. So there's a gap there in the in the industry in the marketplace. There's a gap in every industry. I don't care. You know, even even some of the more saturated marketplaces uh, are really not that saturated compared to some of the more mature uh, platforms out there. So. Uh, my agency is proof that there that there are an older demographic on there and I'll bring out a quick uh, case study of a guy. I always like to bring this this guy up as a case study of anybody that says there's only young people on there. There's a guy uh, uh, Scott Sims, I think the real Scott Sims is his username. He, his entire account is about Medicare enrollment for people 65 plus, hmm. uh, which is an insurance for uh, in the United States for after retirement. And he's got like a 140,000 followers. And he's only talking to 65 plus community as well as uh, um, their children who are, you know, 35, 40, 50 years old and trying to help their parents out. So absolutely there's older demographics on there.
0: Super, super interesting. Um, what about um- – leveraging, you know, I mean, one of the key points you, you mentioned earlier, which is, which I find very important and I, I didn't really, you know, um, dig deeper into it was the fact that, you know, use TikTok to, you know, um, enrich your, your, to, to build out your email, you know, database, yeah. you, could, you know, put in, you know, flows and, um, retargeting and all of that. Um, what about cross platform, um, just audience building? So, um, you know, using TikTok to, to generate more subscribers on your, you know, YouTube or Instagram. Um, how would you suggest, um, you know, people approach, um, take that, you know, approach, approach, um, just audience, um, you know, building on other platforms using TikTok as leverage.
1: Mm-hmm. So there's uh, two main ways that you can do this. One is uh, you can directly connect your YouTube and your Instagram account uh, to your TikTok. So when you when someone views your, your profile, there's a little icon there. It's like a social media icon. If they click on that, it'll pop up a menu for YouTube and Instagram. So I highly recommend connecting that on that and just uh, by having that, uh, people – uh, a percentage of people will cross-pollinate over because that's a well-known feature and functionality on the app. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, in order to cross-pollinate people over, so let's say YouTube, For instance, if you put out a long uh, YouTube video, you could put out a teaser trailer on TikTok and say, in this video, I'm going to cover X, Y, and Z. I did an entire YouTube video about this. You can find the full video in my profile and sort of tease it, hype it up a little bit and provide them with those next steps that they can come over. Uh, For Instagram specific, one uh, really clever thing that I've done in the past is sometimes a video on TikTok will get taken down. Uh, for a content violation or content policy or something like that. So when that happens, what I do is I'll create a video and say, TikTok doesn't want me to show you this. (laughs) And then I I sort of tease what the video is about And and the value of that video. And then I'll say, but you can watch it on my Instagram because they don't censor. So I'll say something controversial like that. First of all, of course, Instagram censors. Mm -hmm. uh, And that increases the engagement on that video. Everybody runs to the comments and says, uh, what do you mean they don't censor? Of course they censor. But I'm creating intent and a reason to go over to my Instagram, and that is a fantastic way to drive traffic over there. You can just re-upload that video. A third strategy that I recommend, uh, which is... Uh, time sensitive right now. We're in a really interesting landscape in the social media world. But what we do, I do this personally, and we do this for everybody that we work with, is we start on TikTok. We create uh, a really well and um, uh, thoughtful video uh, for TikTok. And then we download that video watermark free. We use a website called snaptick.app. Mm -hmm. which downloads that video watermark free. And then we upload it onto Instagram as a reel. We upload it onto YouTube as a short. We upload, if it's 30 seconds or less, we upload it onto Facebook uh, as Facebook reels. Uh, We also post them on Pinterest as idea pins, which is a newer feature on Pinterest. Uh, We post them on LinkedIn. We post them on Twitter We post them on, if you have a a brick and mortar location or an office and you have a Google My Business page, we post them on Google Business Profiles. Mm -hmm. Um, I personally don't post them on Snapchat because I don't like their discoverability platform, but we post them everywhere because everybody is trying to catch up with TikTok right now because it grew so fast and all of these platforms just steal from one another. So short form vertical video works across the board right now. Just in the past uh, um, five six months, uh, I've gained. I, I went from about three thousand followers on Instagram to I'm at fifty two thousand followers on Instagram right now, and it is almost entirely from repurposing my TikTok videos as Instagram Reels. Yeah, 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 and that's a focus really to
0: to really you know pump up um, you know creators who are you know um, active in Reels on the Reels platform. Yeah. Yeah, so repurposing really is is the game. It, it is really the game. Um and short form content is is where it's at. You know, attention spans are really short, yeah. and um you're looking 10, 15 seconds and that's it, you know, get your point. Right. Um super interesting conversation. Um what what what's finally your thoughts on um utilizing creators, you know, um particularly TikTok creators. Um they have a creator program. Um, who do you think is doing it well? Um, what brands do you think are doing it well, and um, how should um, the audience sort of think about um, the the use of creators on um, on on TikTok?
1: Yeah, it, so leverage uh, an influencer that's going to be similar uh, to or that creates content that's in alignment with your brand. So it. You don't want to, you know, highlight a, if, if your product is for, um, uh, 35 plus men, um, and it's a beard trimmer, I don't, I'm just coming up with an idea, right? You, you're probably not going to want to leverage, uh, a Gen Z, uh, creator that's talking about, um, the latest TV show or, you know, something, something random, right? Uh, because it's not going to be related. So pick, somebody that is in alignment with the values and is creating similar content to what your brand and and your product uh, is. Um, We've mentioned a couple great brands in this episode uh, that are leveraging TikTok, right? You know, one of the best uh, brands out there on TikTok right now, Uh, I'll highlight highlight two, Duolingo, which is a language learning app, they, have, they are so funny. They have uh, their mascot, which is this green bird. And essentially, they just troll other brands. Uh, and they do such a funny way of le- uh, leaning into the comments and responding to people and leveraging this bird uh, in different trends. And it's, it's hysterical. Mm. Uh, another uh, international brand that's, that's fascinating is an airline company called Ryanair, they're sort of a i think they're a yeah. budget airline that yeah. international airline yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah they are their tiktok is so funny and it has worked so well for them they have a couple million followers on there they'll just take uh, a picture of their air uh, of a air, airplane on the tarmac and they'll use a filter where it's like the just the eyes and the mouth of the person and they'll they'll position it on the airplane and they'll use a trending sound or they'll say something uh, relatable. And it's so funny. So look at what big brands are doing on the platform. Get creative with this, uh, leverage, uh, creators that are going to enhance your brand and bring positive awareness and intention to what you're selling. Yeah, absolutely. I I enjoy the Ryanair one. Um,
0: (laughs) the interesting thing is they haven't done that many, they haven't put that many, um, Many, many TikToks out there. Um, yeah. I mean it's like one, two, three, four, five times one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So they've only put about forty TikToks, but but that has amassed millions of views. Yeah. Literally millions. <laughs> Super interesting. So, so my takeaway from this is be fun, be entertaining um, on TikTok, um, while still, um, you know, um, throwing in the your, your sales pitch in a fun way. Um, it's a fun platform, and um, in order to, to really blend into the platform or pop up pop pop out of the platform, you really need to be entertaining. The final question has got to do with um, what do you think content team should look like um, in? In, um, in e-commerce businesses. So there's, there's a lot of issues with, um, with paid marketing at the moment and um, brands that are managing to just get through with the inflationary pressures um, and, and also rising ad cost and um, the, the, the drop in um, conversions from, 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 from paid ads have leaned a lot to organic content Um you know, whether it's um, organic content on on a YouTube channel, whether it's um, organic content on their blog or well, SEO organic content, a lot of them are, leaned, uh, are leaning into that to to get cheap traffic. And then, you know, um, paid is, is getting more leverage off the back of that. Um, so looking at a video first, um, you know, um, world that we live in, in your opinion, um, what should a content team look like, um, internal content team at, a, at an e-commerce brand?
1: Yeah, I, I think you can start with, um, with one person, one really competent uh, digital marketer that is comfortable being the face of it, uh, is comfortable developing uh, content ideas, uh, is comfortable editing within the TikTok app because the app itself is very easy to edit and then repurposing it across the board. Uh, if you have a dedicated social media person on your team, uh, that is a fantastic way to, uh, to get started. You could have one rock star. If you want to expand, you could expand into different roles, right? You could have um, a, a specific content strategist, like really work on creating the ideas, doing the research uh, on topics, competitors, uh, trends, hashtags, sounds, etc. have one person dedicated to the actual research, have uh, some sort of talent um, to create the actual videos. That would be an awesome dynamic and, and duo. You could expand it into an editor uh, if you really need to. I don't think it's necessary. It depends on the type of content that you're creating. But remember, you can have a lot of great results being uh, being raw. For instance, my, you know, my uh, videos um, are, it's me holding a, a selfie uh, video up and then switching the camera view to record something on my computer screen and then back to me. And I have 325,000 followers and do 2 million views a month. So it, it's all about the messaging. Uh, that's the most important thing. And I do all of our content myself. Not mm-hmm. saying that everybody's going to be as, you know, experienced, but you can get the ball rolling with one person and then scale up if you absolutely need to, or if somebody's just like not confident in one of those aspects. Do you have any content deals? What do you mean content I'm deals? i
0: asking for a friend. Um, so with. With the with two million views a month, um, you know, three hundred twenty five thousand followers, do do brands come to you to to want to collaborate?
1: Oh, oh, absolutely, yeah. I work a lot, so I'm I'm also an influencer, not just an agency owner and creator. It's a big part of my uh, <sighs> business model, act actually. So I highlight a lot of useful websites. So mm-hmm. my content is focused on like useful digital marketing strategies that brands can directly implement useful websites that are going to make people's lives easier. So SaaS companies come to me constantly. I do three to four brand deals uh, a month. uh, And those videos go up across all of my social media that I had mentioned.
0: Fascinating stuff. Austin, it's been an incredible pleasure having you on the 2 X E Commerce podcast show. I could go on and on. Um, So (laughs) obviously, where's the... I'll just link to your TikTok, okay? I was going to ask you, where's the best place... Um, you know, people should, um, pe- people can reach out to you, but, um, your, your website, um, is, is, um, socialty pro that's S O C I social S O C I A L T Y pro.com. And, and then, um, your handle on, on tech is, is just, um,
1: socialty pro too. Mm -hmm. yeah and um, like I mentioned too uh, my podcast is called uh, Business Talk so I interview uh, uh, businesses and entrepreneurs in every uh, industry that are leveraging TikTok to drive sales Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's a very tactical podcast so that's businesstalk.com or you can just search for Business Talk and find that podcast anywhere
0: we'll do, we'll link to to, to it in our show notes Um, again a pleasure having you Austin on the podcast Um, thank you thank you